All right, everybody, we got like a little switch of plans this weekend on the Big O Belt podcast. Um, originally, we had an interview scheduled for our Thursday episode, um, but we had some severe weather here in the Washington, D.C. area. So we had to do a little bit of reconfiguring. So definitely stay tuned for that O'Shea Edwards interview that we will be um, having. Well, we'll be conducting sometime um, in the near future, uh, which you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, that way, you know, if you're not paying attention to the tweets. Um, you will get a notification stating uh, when the, uh, when the show has been rescheduled for. But we're going to go live this week because we do still have a lot to talk about in the wrestling world, um, which we probably wasn't originally going to address. Um, but we'll do it now. So um, it's me, Two James here, and I'm here with the crew, Will and um, Jamal. What's up? What's up, y'all? How do? What's up? What's up? Dodging some shady weather here in the dc area that put the interview with o'shea on hold but we're here anyway to uh talk about i guess the big events of the week that are going on in the wrestling world yeah as uh you know we'll, we'll, <laughs> since you seem to be uh target a <laughs> for people's rants <laughs> we, got, we got AEW talk double nothing is happening this weekend um it's about time it, th- did it feel that long? It's been about five months. I mean, since they announced, you know, uh, all elite wrestling. So I think it's about right. Um, it's about damn time. I think like recently it's been ratcheting up and ratcheting up. Not necessarily the hype, uh, because honestly, the Bucks and Cody have been doing a good job of measuring themselves when it comes to promotion. But the uh, the rhetoric online is like, geez, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that, and that's been the name of the game this week. The rhetoric online, Lord, <laughs> Lord knows it's like battle lines are drawn, and there's no reason for them to be there, but yeah, they are there. Yeah, like I, I will say, my experience of this last week in the wrestling world, it is le- legit. People are picking a sides hard. Um, and originally, this wasn't even supposed to be about it being a war. Uh, a, a new war between two promotions. But, I mean, Jericho doing what he does best. Um, late night tweeting, probably off the bottle. <laughs> yeah, that, I think yeah. that was the first shot of the week, right after uh, Money in the Bank ended. Yeah. Yep. That kind well, of I mean, the, you mean, you mean Chris Jericho's the- invention, Money in the Bank? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> what did he say again? I forgot now. I know it's something like way off the left field radical, like. Uh, he was going off about Brock Lesnar. Let me let me find it. Yeah, it was Hold something on. like you know, it was very like um, uh, sarcastic, but it was basically like, oh my god, they got this young hot upstart Brock Lesnar. He's <laughs> he's the face of the business, and he's going to carry the company for the next thirty years. Great job, WWE. You've done nothing wrong. Guess what? You know what? I want to talk about Brock Lesnar winning the Money in the Bank, and I know a lot of people were mad, and I know you guys not going to agree, but I absolutely love it galore. I am super happy. That he won it actually because again, like I would like the money in the bank winner. Um, whoever did uh whoever held it, I always liked the fact that it was a heel. 
So him having it, I think it just makes sense. And then the fact that he's already got like really bad heel heat and everyone just like for whatever personal reasons they do. Um, I like the surprise of him coming in at the last minute and winning. Because it wasn't him. I really wanted Corbin to win it again, which would have really got people's uh feathers roughed up. But um, I'll take Brock for sure on this one. And it's like people are like, oh well, we want Drew to have it. Yeah, Drew's a heel, but you like him, so you know you can't make everybody happy, which in this case, if you really do want to make a heel a heel, you definitely pick the person that no one really wants. And I think Brock Lesnar was the um, amazing choice. And um uh, and I know a lot of people didn't agree with it. But more importantly, too, of that match was something else that kind of roughed me up online where people were saying that WWE is lazy because they never told any of the workers in a match how the ending was going to be put, and everyone was totally surprised. That's why everyone was just kind of laying around because they didn't know what to do. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard that, but I might have been, like, tampering and kind of a, a wrestling too long. But I was literally like, I, I can't even believe, you know, people are making statements like that. And then on top of that, <laughs> people are just like, this is WWE's lazy way to make a statement before double or nothing. So apparently money in the bank was supposed to be, um, <laughs> it's supposed to be the competition and, and, and the first shot fired against double or nothing. Like, I swear I'm not making none of this up. This is literally some of the stuff I was just reading a lot. I was just so disgusted with what people are in their lack of knowledge on stuff. Well, and, let's play devil's advocate. When was money in the bank last year? June? Um, yes. Yeah. 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 There's, right. there's always a show in between. Yeah. Right. So Money in the Bank last year was in June. Now it's the week before Double or Nothing. Wait, was it? I thought it was in May. I think it was in no, June. It was in it's June. Like middle it was June. in June. It's I, never been May. I it's never been No, May. like Backlash was in May or something like that. No, 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 no. I definitely went. You know, yes, it was because we went to NXT TakeOver Chicago the night before Jinder Mahal won. He won at Backlash in May. That wasn't last year. And I didn't say it was. I said it was in May. Okay. I'm still, I'm still thinking that. Okay, C- continue your point. Point is, is that all of a sudden, a traditionally June pay per view, Money in the Bank, gets moved to May, the week before Double or Nothing. Sure, yep, you're right. The week before Double or Nothing, one of the you know most talked about wrestling shows on this side of the uh, uh, this side of the world, mm-hmm. outside of WWE, mm-hmm. and then. You know, led by a number of you know former WWE talent and notable indie stars, what do they do to kind of you know get a little bit of a leg up on what Double Nothing does? They throw Brock Lesnar as the big swerve on everybody in the Money of the Bank, which is officially one of the big five pay per views. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying that that that's that that's not as crazy as you think it is. Um, you know, when you really you know do the math on what they've been doing, and then now. NXT TakeOver uh, uh, Connecticut is going to happen um, next weekend, the weekend after Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. So sandwich book- bookings between two major uh, you know, events for a WWE audience of a particular mindset. Because if you watch Raw, then you probably don't know who Kenny Omega is. But for a particular mindset, the NXT vocal, you know, that, that crowd that would probably watch Double or Nothing anyway... You have a major event for WWE, an indie show from a t-shirt company, and then another major event from NXT. Uh, you know, so it's not just a regular show; it's the takeover. I'm, I'm just saying, it's not. They're not crazy by thinking that. 
Um, yeah, so for me, uh, Money in the Bank, which, yeah, has traditionally been in June, just confirmed. Um, I, look, I don't think they care about like what AEW is like doing. Yeah, sure, they're paying attention to it, but like the rescheduling of takeovers because of like um, conflict and booking in, um, in the San Jose arena. And so they just right. the show was in San Jose. Yeah. You're telling me that they couldn't have had it anywhere else in the Bay Area? There wasn't a gym in the Bay Area that could hold it? Not yeah. another college? Yeah, but I mean, they didn't like put it back in LA or anything, like right up from Vegas. They, you know, they, they moved it to Connecticut. Yeah, but I mean, that's not conflicting with anything. They, <laughs> well, they moved it to the week after Double or Nothing because I believe the date was originally June 8th. They also moved it to Connecticut for travel reasons because WWE mostly is on the East Coast and, and you're, after coming back from Europe. Mm hmm. But they originally scheduled it for San Jose. So it's not like NXT couldn't make moves out west. And if they were originally scheduled for San Jose, what about the fans out there who were going to go? You tell me that there are a number of venues in San Francisco, like the Cow Palace, in Oakland, well, um, in Berkeley, well, in San Jose, that could have no, had. No, 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 no. There was never an announcement about it being in San Jose. It was just um, people who scouting the booking of uh, or you know probable places where they are, they never officially released tickets for it. So like, it was going to be a thing, but there was no potential of anyone going to it because it was no tickets for So because they did have a conflict in the in the booking for the venue for that day, then they decided to make a change to it. And it, yeah, sure, Triple H came out with a video admitting that they made a a mistake on the booking, um, and they've always wanted to do something in Connecticut. Sure, if that's a hot commodity for some people, fine, whatever. Um, but it it didn't jeopardize anything for the fans because there was never opportunity for them to have it there. Sure, they might go back to San Jose at some point, but yeah, look, this is not like the John Jones thing where they just was just like, oh, it's not gonna work in Vegas. We're gonna move it to LA. <laughs> commission shopping, and yeah, they're not they're not commission shopping. Yeah, but, yeah. I actually, and also we're kind of forgetting the biggest elephant in the room of all that might be what caused all this. I don't know when they moved the show if they moved it after Double or Nothing was announced. Or prior to that, if they were having building issues or not, I'm not sure. But the week after NXT takeover is the biggest thing of all. <laughs> they got to go to Jeddah. So, and you know, the Jeddah show comes down to one darn thing. Whenever the Crown Prince calls, they jump and they leave. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that might have dictated all everything else. Is that mm -hmm. one domino right there? Yeah, and also too, like when it comes down to that show, like everyone's complaining about it. Look, we get it. It is a super inflated steroid galore house show. It, they they add small drops of storylines, and they've even created storylines from out of it. But as far as the show being pivotal to what's happening on a week to week basis. Absolutely not. This is an opportunity for or just the uh, the prince or um, or the Saudis to cut the check to get people out of retirement and make their dream matches that at one point we probably want it, but they want it now, so they get it. So, like, yeah, we get it, the Brock versus Undertaker that no one's really invested on. But at the same time, that's a Brock Goldberg versus Undertaker. Um, but at the same Yo, time... That's actually happening? Yeah, yep. that's the thing. Oh, God. But at the same time, too, we got to remember... They want all the big names who's available. So, you know, you they're probably shopping around saying, hey, Cena's available. Maybe not. Um, well, Undertaker, sure, we can get him. Kurt, is he available? Maybe. Um, uh, Goldberg, who wants to get back in there? Convincingly, yeah, we got him. 
Um, Brock Lesnar, always ready to get the chat. Brock has been off TV since WrestleMania. How else do you get him back on TV? Well, you insert him into something important without giving him a title shot. You give him the money in the bank and have him take <laughs> that out there. And it just works. Like, everyone complained about him having a belt, not defending it. You don't defend the money in the bank. <laughs> you just have it for whatever you need to pop up with it, which is fine. It works perfect for him. Like, it, it, I can't even think of nobody else better that they could have gave it to at this point. So, like, it, it is what it is. Also, like, if anybody hears anything in the background, Jamal is not being robbed. I can assure you that there's no types of... That wasn't a taser. It was, yeah, <laughs> there's no John Wick action going on back there. Um, well, I mean, I got my knives uh, sharpened, so... Yeah, big, the, the, the Big O Bell catering business will be uh, taking orders this weekend. Place them out. Um, hit Jamal's Twitter at Giant Crab K R B B, um, and get your dishes on hand. Uh, what what you got? What you got for tonight, sir? <laughs> um, tonight I'm making uh, japchae. Uh, it's Korean uh, noodles with uh, marinated chicken breast uh, and steak because you know options. Um, but you know this weekend, I mean, well, well we can go through the Memorial Day uh, menu later on. Okay. Yeah, but uh, I mean, like, yeah, I think the biggest elephant in the room is um, the Super Showdown, which at this point, they even stole that name from Australia. So the Saudis just really do what they want to do nowadays. <laughs> so um, which even they even they got uh, Shaman Man out here saying it's going to be bigger than WrestleMania. So like at this point now, like this, there's, there's really no lines that they can't that show. Um, they're just going to do whatever they want. To just make sure that that check cuts in. But as far as their like intimidation by double or nothing, <laughs> not even a chance. Like I can't even see how one business can be sitting there like, oh, we need to see what they're going to do in Vegas because that may potentially be a threat to us. I mean, they have not been able to sign um, any really big names that's going to completely tip the drawing curve to them. Um, it, when you look at the double or nothing roster right now, sure, there's good names that we know because we're like avid fans, but the untraditional fans still don't know who a Joey Janela is like and that's probably one of their biggest signings on the low if you think about it and unless they bring in you know someone else like I don't know maybe Ryback or somebody that people may care about I don't know like it's not going to tip that WWE fan let me ask you this how long did it take for John Cena to become the person that he is today it took him a couple years you know he was he was the prototype um, just a BS generic character, and then he reinvented himself and then wrote that wave until he stopped. What until he stopped? So it's not exactly like when when uh, Cena was like two, like 99, 2000 Cena, nobody gave a good goddamn about him. So, as far as these names that you throw out there, the mainstream audience may not know who they are, uh, but the fact that so many people do on below the mainstream that's what's getting them into the door. Now we're talking about, you know, getting them over a mainstream hurdle, and that's going to set them up for TV in October. If they do it right, of course. All, all of that's, you know, pending. With that said, MJF and, you know, Joey Janela and stuff like that, you know, uh, Penelope Ford, uh, you know, everybody that they have now, it's, it doesn't matter really what they do now if you're talking about the mainstream. The only thing they have to do now is please their current audience and then move on. Yeah. WWE yeah. has to do a show in Saudi Arabia. You know, I mean, yeah. they, they have a lot of, uh, they, have, they cast a lot, a bigger net than the AEW 
probably ever will. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I, I also think like while they're trying to make sure they can like um, take time to build themselves up as all elite wrestling too, they do need to do create stars because I, again, I think when we emphasize so much on how the world of independent wrestling has really shifted, um, people are created in bingo halls and stars are created in bingo halls and viral videos and so on. And um, I think that as much as they are out here avidly recruiting talent that they feel fits their mode, they also have to do a better job in making sure that, you know, the uncasual fans know that we invested in this guy for a reason. I mean, they spent so much time on this library stuff on, the being an elite channel that's obviously been a hit a smash hit for them to get into this point in the first place besides mjf i don't know who else to say that they actually are benefiting from this that has not that wasn't already you know established so i i, I don't know also too from watching being elite today um apparently they're saying they're not even sure they're going to continue that because they're going to have so much on their plate that they may not be able to do it anymore and i think that's a whole nother recipe of like I don't see how you go. No, you you don't you don't stick with what's been working. So, um, well, TV. My rant. Um, that that's really what it comes down to. It's, it's TV. If they're going to be, I mean, because like low key, and they haven't said anything, and this is clearly speculation, but the young bucks sooner than later, within the next year or two, I say, will be John Cena mode activated in a part time capacity. They don't I want to. If, if you explain that more more thoroughly, if you can. Uh, I think they're going to step down from full-time in-ring action, okay. and then they're actually going to take a more uh, uh, behind-the-scenes role. Uh, a lot of guys, like you know, like uh, SCU, uh, Christopher Daniels is like head of talent relations, and so are a bunch of other guys that can still go, but they're like pushing 50. Mm -hmm. The Young Bucks are clearly not young anymore. So they have said on, on no uncertain terms of being the elite in the past that you know, they miss their kids and they hate the, the travel or the long hours. They, they love it's rewarding, but it sucks. So clearly, uh, Cody's banked up too. I mean, he's you know, half man, half machine now with his new leg and his new uh, and his back problems and stuff like that. So, you know, Cody's getting up there too. They're not going to be doing this that long. They're not going to be Ric Flair at 117 years old, uh, you know, still doing elbow drops on, on a suit coat. So with that said, they're building their stars, hopefully, that gets over, and then they'll be able to move back behind the scenes where they really want to be. But then, of course, nothing else matters if, they don't, if they're not able to do that because it all comes down to this weekend. Yeah, it's all going to be dependent on if they can launch this thing, if they can get people into the rest of the roster that is not the faces they know, mm -hmm. which is, which is definitely as I'm seeing this week for a good segment of people, that's going to be an uphill battle. I think there's definitely a large segment of people that want AEW to be Cody and the bucks and Kenny Omega. And then after that, they want it to be ex WWE guys who get to come over and get to show Vince that he did them wrong. You know, and mm -hmm. and that and that is totally not what AEW has said they want to do. But people, there is a large segment of people out there that want it to be that, and they're mm -hmm. making it very clear that they're not jiving with what they're being told by the darn company they're all about. It's really, it's a real weird deal in that respect. 
Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have just been playing like, you know, universe mode or like the story mode or no mercy and saying like, this is what we want. We're going to create these matches and it's just going to be internet based dream matches. And, and that's not how you book a company. Universe mode. Yeah, look, the other thing too about the fans about what's going to happen when they go to AEW is like, oh, they're going to, you know, Vince did the wrong. So put them in the top spot. So, Ty Dillinger, are you guys you're not keeping that same energy? He's over there now. I don't even is he even in, in the main match or anything. He's in the battle royal. Yeah, cool. So that's the pre-show, right? Yeah. 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 So you guys, as your the AEW coat out there, you guys aren't, I don't see you rebelling against that. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, the, the, for me, the being the elite right now should have not only been well. You, I don't think there was no reason to promote the show because all the press work that they've been doing out there promotes the show. You had your ride or die fans. You're spending half of your 15 minutes on being the elite answering mail, which is good. But that other 10, 15 minutes besides MJF, which they're doing a really good job with, you need to be saying, "Well, who's Jungle Boy?" Um, and uh, you know, Joey Janela, what's going to be his thing? What, what is Penelope Ford going to be doing? Um, and, and and so on, you know what I mean? I think that's where you take a mixture of your fans who's been with you since day one that's going to ride and support you regardless. And you say, Well, here's a friend of ours, we want you guys to understand why we signed him, why are we working mm-hmm. with the uh, OEW? Is that the name of them? OWE. A O O W E. What's what's the story with them currently? Um, well, they put out a scissor reel uh, from O W E. Uh, you know, uh, SoCal uncensored, and went out there to Shanghai and did a thing um, to kind of like you hype their match. To be fair, it, it, all your questions are valid, but the real is, for as much hype and the speculation about AEW, it is we don't really know a damn thing. We only know that what the pre-show is going to be. A match in a battle royal. We know that there are at least three matches and probably more that have been announced. Uh, we don't know what Adam Page's role is going to be. We don't know what the fallout for anything. Like, we don't know a lot. Yeah. Which, considering yeah. how much it's been talked about, is great. I'm glad that we don't know a lot. Uh, it's, 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 there's, there's so much that is left up to mystery. Yeah, you know, I'm just not going to agree with that being a good thing. I mean, I'm not saying that we need to know how every match is going to be booked. I'm saying take yourself out of your own knowledge. Take yourself out of your own knowledge obtained from your years of watching uh, different streaming services for uh, independent wrestling, going, doing the drives, going to see different things. Take yourself out of that mindset and Mm -hmm. put yourself as that person who only gets on YouTube and watches being the elite. Now, should they have this same like bliss of like lack of knowledge going into this? Is that fair? And I don't think it is. I, I really well, that depends on what you what it, what it is. If you are the type of person that needs to know, that wants the spoilers, that doesn't really care about the suspense and the build, then fine. Watch every trailer you can from every movie that you want to see. And you'll basically get the story before you walk to the theater. You made you made a good point. You watch trailers because you want to know what the movie's going to be about. If they're but not, I don't watch trailers. Yeah, but uh, that's why trailers are a thing because a lot of people do. And again, you uh, take yourself out of your own knowledge. Right, right. So I'm giving you both sides. Yeah. I don't watch trailers because they give away the movie. I want to go in blind. Right. That's and, why I'm excited about AEW this weekend. Right. People and I keep that want to know 
still don't have a damn clue. And considering this internet age where we live in, where, you know, unless Dave Meltzer says it, or some guy with a British accent says it, um, you know, we don't really, you know, take it for worth a grain of salt. And we still don't know. All the speculation and dirt sheets and BS and scoops and all that bullshit, nobody knows a damn thing. And that's amazing considering they started on YouTube and have mastered, not mastered, but they have gathered social media to do their bidding. And we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, I think that's very exciting. I can again. That's you're, you're definitely speaking from a personal point, and I, I can easily speak from that from that uh, angle as well too. But I'm saying, in the eyes of like promoting a show, besides your core el- elite people, there's a lot of people on this card that some of these fans are just not going to know who they are, and they're not going to leave out of here knowing who it is. Because if that's the case, after all, in people who still know who some of these people are, and they really don't. So like. It's going to be really lopsided at times in the in this show where you're gonna see a lot of people hot for certain people and you're gonna see some matches where you're gonna be like, Yeah, so I'm just gonna do sidebar chant and you know all the other beach ball stuff that people do until the elite come out. And so yeah. there's definitely gonna be some of that. I mean they're they're running a Joshi six 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 uh six woman tag on the on the show. So you, I can't imagine that's gonna you know have the hottest uh, reaction from 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 that crowd. And then I mean, we got let's see what else we got on here. We got I mean, Ch- Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta against Angelico and Jack Evans. I mean, you know that's I'm very excited about that. That it, it's that there'll be some people in it, but who knows? I mean, it's 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 a weird and and, and there's also something we haven't really we haven't mentioned yet. Um, the, the the entire fallout of last weekend. Yeah, where yeah. now ahead, that one up. of the one of I mean, actually this would be the first match that they ever announced. The first match they hyped in that parking lot mm-hmm. in darn Carolina, Pac Jack- versus Adam Page Jackson is not it. happening. So that's a big hole in this card that it for months now they were promoting, and a week out. The entire match fell apart. Now, and we really haven't gotten a straight answer about why. I've heard right. everything from to it's Dragon Gate that won't let it happen. Yep. I've heard that it's visa issues. I've heard yep. that it's that it's uh, AEW because they can't do their future booking without Pac taking a loss, and that doesn't have anything to do with Dragon Gate. And it's more on Pac's end. We haven't heard which way it is. My big issue, though, is. That match was announced in January. Pac was the Dragon Gate champion, had the belt with him in that parking lot. And you're telling me you couldn't get this figured out in the four months between now and then. And this nothing has changed as far as like the status of anybody. But for some reason, this whole thing fell apart. Yeah. Something, there's something more to that story that we're not being told. Yeah. And, that, some and, sort. and that's my well, thought. I think this is all the work. I yep. think it is literally just something that um, the match will happen in Prov Two. Um, probably won't. You know, Adam coming out. I, I, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be the reverse of what happened on um, the last uh, footage that they showed on being elite from uh, from when they faced overseas. Uh, I think it just happened there. But like, even still, like, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't agree that this was the way to go about that. But oh well, it's it's, it's at least it's some type of building towards something. But, uh, but listen to listen to what we're saying though. I mean, what we're saying, what we're literally talking about is we don't know. We're definitely speculating. And the only way to find out is to tune in next time to a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. 
When was the last time you felt that way about WWE? Um, as far as what? It, well, it, in this case, to find out, you got to spend fifty dollars this weekend. <laughs> that, that's literally this ain't a YouTube. This is you got to find out on the pay per view. So, yeah. I mean, you know, v- VPNs are a thing. I mean, there's, there's a way oh, yeah, we oh, we know they are. We know they are. Obviously, and I'm sure that I with the price point they have selected, I am sure there's going to be a lot of that going on this weekend. I think there's a I, lot of people in that direction. I do want to, you know, support. So if you are a bar and you're having a double or nothing party, <laughs> let me know because I will I will be down for that. Jimmy's in Baltimore, and I'll get it in a second. But there's another spot in Virginia that's going to be having it as well too. So um, I will get that in a second. Um, but yeah, you know, again, best of luck. I hope it does work out. Um, I do plan on watching, but. I just feel like at this point now, um, definitely considering how hard some of these guys have worked on the indies, it would just been good for them to get a little bit more besides saying, hey, this person's been signed, but a little bit more um, on their platform on YouTube, which has been successful for getting a lot of their merch and everything else over, taking a little bit of time to like getting some of these other guys over that really need it. I mean, I, I keep I keep bringing up Jungle Boy because I've never seen him work. I've, I've heard about the mystique of you know his family um but as far as like his character and anything i i i don't know much more and i don't know much about somebody that you know obviously for prep and i'm not going to because like act like i'm the most knowledgeable person but obviously for the prep and research that we do for the show here um and i'm still kind of clueless it just would be kind of curious for the people that just got a lot of hot money to just spend on wrestling day in and day out to not get a complete show because they're completely blind about who the person is. Now, granted, as I'm playing my own uh, devil's advocate, some of these guys are so talented that they're going to leave them. uh, They're going to, they're going to have fans leaving talking about them. And I hope that is um, something that we can, uh, uh, hopefully that's something that happens afterwards. My only thing about that is that double um, all in didn't really do it for some people, you know? So, um we'll see we'll definitely see um so yeah saudi arabia talked about that um uh a super showdown oh yeah let me, let me ask you this before we now move on do you think there will be a surprise at double or nothing do you think maybe we'll get uh john moxley to show up or somebody else you know that we didn't know that was going to be a thing they've kept a lot of things close to the chest Surprisingly so. Do you think we're in for like a really big surprise? Mm. I don't know. We wanted that in all in with CM Punk and didn't get it. Maybe he's no, no, no. The internet wanted CM Punk because the internet only wants CM Punk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think and, the and, whole and, th- and, and and the difference with all in was that was a one off show. This is now the beginning of something. So mm. it's it's a, it's a totally different environment. Um, with that said, there are four empty spots in the battle royal. So there's going to be some people in that. I'm guessing that the number 21 that's going to come in there is going to be someone of note. Could it be Moxley? Maybe. I mean, he's. we know he's out there. We know he's available. I mean, we know. And then you know, the winner does get a, a shot at whatever AEW champion, um, championship yeah, the, looks like. The winner, the winner of Jericho and Omega will take on the winner of the Battle Royal at a future date for the championship. That's that's apparently apparently originally it was going to be the winner of Neville and Pac, but with that match falling apart now it's the winner of the Battle Royal is what the current story is. 
So mm-hmm. I, I, I think they absolutely want something, you know, to, so they can have a, a big splash for their debut show. But it's just a matter of when you think about it outside of a John Moxley, who else is out there other than him? There's punk, but it's like people that we know that are not locked up in a contract. There's not a lot of people. Unless they suddenly work out some deal with New Japan, and I mean, okay, you can bring out someone from there, but it's like I don't think that would be that big of a deal, though. It'd just be like, okay, they got a New Japan guy. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, if like you're talking about somebody that's left WWE, so you're talking about people that left WWE. We've already seen Ty Dillinger, who's going to be there. So if you think about Ty Dillinger's um, when he's left, that gives you the 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 a span of who should be eligible when they left too. So that does put TJP eligible if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and, oh no. Yeah. And I don't I don't know who else. Who else? If somebody else that left with them as well too. Like there was like three people that asked for their re- release. Um they already got gold dust. So he's already on the show. So it's not him. I, I don't know. I mean Moxley's the biggest person I can think of outside of punk. Yeah. If they for some reason got punk to do it. Yeah. Which I mean who knows? Yeah. I know the, the kids would eat it up. I sure wouldn't care about it, but I mean, <laughs> it, it'd be something. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, a lot of people, of course, are speculating Goldberg before a week or two ago, and he agreed to go to Saudi Arabia. So he's off the table. Yeah, no, nobody wants that. Like, honest to God. Oh, you, everyone wants Goldberg. <laughs> what are you wow. about to say, Jamal? So we can uh, buy the switch. Uh, yeah, no, I was going to say, uh, obviously, CM Punk would be a big deal, personally. Um, I think if they bring, like, Tama Tonga or, you know, one of those guys, maybe uh, Ujiro, um that would be awesome. Maybe uh, Kenta. I know that he's in Japan, but uh, I don't know if he's under contract with anyone. I think he was working for, like, All Japan or something like that. But Maybe they bring Alberto Del Rio. Oh, <laughs> great. I, we, with it, with their audience, God, that would I can only imagine the reaction. <laughs> I mean, anybody who's I mean, look, at this point now, anybody who's at foes with WWE is a good draw for AEW because it just completely backs up the rebellion of Vince did him wrong, sent him over there. So Alberto Del Rio, CM Punk, um uh Ryback, I don't know, uh Drew uh what's his name? Uh uh Barrett. Uh, Way Barrett, Wade Barrett, Way Barrett, uh, any any of those guys at this point, I don't know. Um, yep. So that's it. That's all I got about for that. I oh, also too, the other party is at Summer's Restaurant and Sports Bar in Arlington, Virginia. Ooh, they will be showing it. And okay, I'm just checking Facebook messages. Somebody, somebody says AEW Double or Nothing show at my crib in Lexington Park, Maryland. That's very, oh, no. that's, that's very <laughs> inviting. He's, everyone yeah, yep. <laughs> I mean, bring your own moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. All right, so talk about WWE now. Um, <laughs> WWE put out a message after Money in the Bank saying that... Uh, actually, let's talk about money, something about Money in the Bank, too. So, Becky dropped one belt. To Charlotte, who then uh, lost it to Bailey, who won the Women's Money in the Bank Championship earlier that night. Um, and since we're just catering to the trolls of the internet, I saw a message saying, 
what if WWE did this as a shot to <laughs> to to Sasha for the way she handled the situation by putting the belt on Becky? Now, do you guys buy into any of that? Uh, no, it's, that's silly. <laughs> it's 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 not beyond them, but also at the same, I will say this: that whole everything they did with the women at Money in the Bank. From the opening Money in the Bank match that Bailey won to Lacey versus Becky, rolling right into Becky versus Charlotte, rolling into the cash in and Bailey getting the belt. That was some of the best booking they've done in a long, long damn time. Mm. Bailey came out of that totally rehabbed to like NXT levels. And th- that mm. was an amazing stretch right there that just everything they did with the women in that first two hours of the show, which really killed me. Cause like at the end of the show, all everyone was bitching about was Brock Lesnar. And it's like, <laughs> are you forgetting what happened earlier? Cause it was really, really, really good. What yeah. they did with the women on that show. They yeah. did a heck of a job there. Now, whether any of that was intended to send a message, maybe it, I, the, the, but we know how this company can be. It can be petty. It can be petty, and I could absolutely see them being like, well, we're going to do this, and we're absolutely going to hook Bailey up, and at the same time that we're doing this, yeah, we're sending a message to some people. You know, it is what it is. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. People are, I had people asking me this week, they're like, well, where does that leave Sasha? And I'm like, well, you know, if Sasha does end up wanting to come back, she's got a ready-made thing right there with Bailey as champ. It, it sets up perfectly. So it's not like she's totally out of the picture. I mean, it's still. I think I see a perfect role for her if she comes back, going right after Bailey. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that does make sense. Um, the real question is, do we not? Do we want Sasha Banks back in WWE? <laughs> not. I'm not even. I don't even have. I don't even think we have enough time for that one again. No, I mean just 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 quick yes or no because I mean the the way it's been, regardless of how you feel about the situation, do we even want her back? Yeah, she's talented, sure. I mean, and she draws, she sells. But yeah, as far as me, I'm not, I'm not just a big personal fan about a lot of the things that involve her. If she's in the ring doing her work, then then do it. That's how I am with it with her. I want, I want her back. If I want her back as NXT heel, legit boss Sasha Banks, I want her going after Bailey. That's why it's a perfect fit. So if she comes back, you this is my thing. You bring her back and you lean into the rumors. That she's frustrated and she's, you know, all this. And and you do you lean into it so that the, the fans are already mad at her or booing when, when Bailey mentioned her name after she won the belt. She got booed when she mentioned Sasha. So, mm-hmm. hey, lean into it. Lean into that and be like, okay, she's coming back. She's got a chip on her shoulder and make her a heel. Make her a heel and have her go after Bailey. If you're going to bring her back, that's how you do it. Yep. Okay. I'm Play cool into the real world heat, you know? Yep. I agree. Yep, sounds good. Good book in there. All right, so look, going going into the week's product of WWE, um, only thing I can think about right now is that WWE um, ended up announcing that they were going to have a new a new belt, and everyone was definitely on board for that, even though this was going to be like 15 belts, um, and everyone was cool <laughs> with it until Mick Foley, who almost pretty much botched the unraveling of it plenty of times because it definitely almost slipped out a lot of other times from his backstage walking segments. Um, but he introduced what they call the 24-7 belt. It is um, Saudi Arabian green, and it is defended <laughs> like the old-school hardcore championship. First of all, your inaugural 24-7 championship, let it be known that is a, it is Mr. 
all day himself, who pretty much, <laughs> which was so funny that Michael Cole actually made me laugh and once said, Will Titus actually did make it to the ring this time <laughs> instead of falling. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but uh, Titus O'Neil is your inaugural champ. I'm immediately losing it to uh, Robert Rude. Bobby Rude. Then was then our truth has it, and again, you know, the the belt looks whatever. I don't care about what the belt design looks like because based on what the belt is being defended for, and also too, like when they make those segments backstage, you see all the people just hanging out backstage. I mean, literally, that's the people that were just probably hanging out and catering, and as a like, hey, hey, we need you guys in the hallway. So you already knew the tone of what was going to happen. Like all the foreshadowing led up to the point that it re- it was revealed, and he was just like, "Yeah, I had a feeling it was going to look something crazy like this." But at the same time, has it just not been fun for you guys for you know for what they're doing with it? Like, what what is your thoughts thus far with this new championship title that they have? Uh, the the YouTube championship um, looks good. Uh, as a, as a um, in, in theory, it's it's a good you know motivating factor for a lot of mid card guys that well I help sub mid card guys that need something to do, um, and and our truth having the belt is actually a good look. Mm. Uh, the belt itself isn't the most appealing. Um, it's it's just hideous, <laughs> but I I do think that you know. It's not a bad thing to have it, you know. I'm okay with it existing. Um, I, I just wish that it were something that w- I hope that they integrate it with the WWE Network more. You know, mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily a WWE Network champ, uh, you know, uh, championship, but something that makes you go like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this house show from Dubuque, Iowa. And hell, Archie is defending the twenty four seven champion. Well, well, or just a number of backstage segments to fill time. That you know, it's just something different. Well, here's the thing with that. Um, they Mick, Mick Foley said what he said in the ring. Then some tweets came out about other conditions with it, and then uh, I can't even think of his name right now. Rockstar Spud, uh, Drake, Drake Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, mm-hmm. also added more detail to it so what you're saying is true there's they're saying which i don't think hold much weight because of other things they've said in the past about how things are going to be when it comes down to like the superstar shakeup or whatever it may not be they said like this could be this could change on house shows it could be on any belt the pages lobby could women hold it so this belt legit could just be do and go anywhere so You know what it is? You know, you know what the belt is? It's the DDT uh, Open Metalweight Championship. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. And that's what they should lean into. That's what they should lean into is that kind of idea. Here's what my thoughts were on it. Okay, so the night it dropped, I was just kind of like, I mean, I think everyone had their initial moment of seeing that green uh, monstrosity come out of the bag. And we were all just like, oh, what the heck is that? Right. But once we got past that, and they did the initial, okay, it's the it's the old hardcore title without the hardcore, essentially, is what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the 24-7 thing. They're chasing each other all over the building. R-Truth escapes through the night with the belt. Okay, okay we'll take it to SmackDown and see what's up. A- after I had 24 hours to think about it, I'll, and they started putting up the things like Drake Maverick looking for him on the road, putting up videos on uh, Twitter and stuff. Yeah. Th- then it started to become like, okay, wait a second. They could do some interesting stuff with this. And here's what I started thinking is like, 
make this, if anything, yeah, you have it on the TV shows, but I wouldn't even really make it a huge focal point of the TV shows. I would really lean on the social media side of it and make lean into the 24-7 part of it and do stuff like, hey, we got the network. We got, you know, all our wrestlers have Twitter profiles. They have Instagram profiles. They got Facebook, whatever. They got all this stuff. Have like Drake Maverick, you know, out there stalking, trying to find where our truth is and posting these videos. And then... Maybe this weekend, heck, you have they send out, you know, on the damn WWE network or on Instagram or on one of these platforms. Or on you send tout. out a push. Yeah, yeah, they bring back the tout. <laughs> there you go. They're gonna tout it out. They bring it back that, like, hey, you put out a push notification. Uh Drake Maverick has just found our truth. There's a there's a WWE 24-7 title match starting right now. Yeah. And you have the button to watch live right then wherever they are. And it doesn't have to be at a building. It could be at the zoo. It could be at the mall. It could be at a gas station. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, do stuff like that where it just happens mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And it's just you get you get a notification. Is there any order right then? What anybody he, can be champ? No, I'm saying he's ran, he said he said it was a championship out of nowhere, and I'm thinking, uh-huh. oh, <laughs> <laughs> there could there could be some RKO coming out of nowhere from the snack section or something if they have a match at the gas station. Who knows? I like knows? I like your guys' creativity here with this. Um, no one works social media better than WWE. Um, and they take chances that other companies wouldn't tout. I, yeah. I can't even believe touts a thing, but I mean Facebook Live. Um, them being the big pivotal deal with the mismatch challenge, that was something that I thought was wonky at first, but it was great. They, they had a lot of fun with it, ran it for two seasons. That's just extra revenue for them, but obviously they got YouTube, Twitter, all the other good stuff. And the fact that you do give a belt that has you, it, it, it's surrounded by a bunch of people who are mid card talent, but the guys that you are talking about involved with this creativity is unlimited. You know, some of these people do their own stuff on the side, but the fact that you're able to get them involved collectively in something that they, they can all pitch their ideas that can effectively work. I mean, our truth now, like he's one of the oldest people on the roster, yet he's still so relevant because he just decides to revamp himself with something that comes across silly at first, but it works. Dan break mm-hmm. was something that was like, what the? And it worked. It yeah, I mean, it got him that movie with Trey Songs. <laughs> one and and that's part of the thing though just because this thing's 24 7 it can't always be about every time one of these videos happens it's a title change you gotta have stretches where someone has the belt for a while and they keep you know the old crash holly thing where they keep sneaking out the back door and getting away by the skin of their teeth to to build to an eventual title change it can't mm-hmm. just be oh uh the miz has it now then shane o'mac won it oh now now the miz's dad won it from shane o'mac because they're mm-hmm. feuding and you know shit like that it can't if it's constant title changes it's just going to be meaningless yeah i can't be, wait till alexis blitz's pig wins it yep it's gotta be coming it's gotta be coming yeah, yeah Larry, Larry Steve for um, 24-7 champion. And you know what else, too? Um, this this does give an opportunity for somebody who, you know, may have been off TV, may be hurt, whatever it may be, to work something safe without them working a legit match that keeps them relevant. And we're only talking about main roster people. It could go to NXT. Um, yes. And it could be a means of having this person get called up or whatever it may be. Tyler Breeze is facing also facing Velveteen Dream for the North American Championship. 
versus the kids to see how that's going to go. I have uh, take over. Yes. Oh, I will be there for that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, 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 de- I'm definitely curious to see how that plays out because again, they're they're they're, they're doing cool things right now. That's why, like, you know, the fans complain that give this person a chance. Please give Kirk Hawkins TV time instead of giving blah, 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 blah. Well, now you give him the belt. Oh, I hate the belt. Like, that's so dumb. Why they got so many belts? Like, what do you guys want? This is the perfect recipe to get collectively all these guys that's not giving no TV time and give them a fun segment that everyone likes fun. So at whatever point it may be, we're going to be, we're, we're going to like it. I really like what they did the first week with it. Yeah, and, and the whole thing because they don't have to even win the darn belt. What it really rely what this is really gonna rely on to work is putting these guys in unique, creative, memorable situations that'll create like moments that they can be like, you know, I, I used to use Kurt Hawkins as an example. Oh, Kurt Hawkins found uh our truth when he was out at the at the grocery store. And remember that time they were brawling and they went through the produce section, you know, just just stuff like that. And it's like our truth gets away, but you remember that Kurt Hawkins went face first into the watermelons or something. You know, I mean, stuff like that. That's what they can do with this. Yeah. It's I, like, I, they're going to create... Saudi Arabia. I definitely see a camel race happening for the 20, uh, 24-7 belt. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? See, that, that's just it. It's like the, the wackier, I think, the better is, is what you can do with this. As, and then, of course, know, by just... shooting that, it gives them more time to fill on Raw and SmackDown. Because you know Michael Cole is going to plug the hell out of it, right? <laughs> yeah, that that I mean that's my thinking on it. Is you do that, do social media stuff with it, send out some notifications when things are happening live, and then my thinking would be because obviously people can't always like hit the darn thing if it's ha- at the exact moment it's happening. Give people the option, but then what I would do is like when these videos are done, make a spot on the network where you always have like a playlist of like all the 24 seven title moments of like the week. And you can just watch them like in a row if you want to, you know, ha- have a repository for them of all the 24 seven stuff that's happening at any given moment where you can just pull it up and check it out. Yeah. yeah I mean, it sounds good. And actually just, just like talking through it, I'm now more interested in that, the potential for that belt than I am in a lot of the matches that they're, you know, uh, prefacing. Because they can go in a million different ways with it. What they'll probably do is forget about it, and then they'll just have like um, R Truth or whoever has it, Elias or whatever, like mid card to C level guy have it, and then they forget about it, and then they retire it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're, it's going to go the way of the European Championship soon. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're getting we're getting our hopes up, but it's like goddamn, it's like it's like the potential's there. And there's lots of things they could do with it. It's just a matter if they are willing to invest the time and effort into doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but there's, there's so much potential there. But again, this is WWE that we're talking about. So and, yeah, and that's that's my thing. Um, again, like the superstars makeup or whatever I forget what they was calling it before. When they were just saying like the landscape of wrestling is going to be changing, you'll be seeing people go all over. Um, it's slowly but surely been happening. But I also took that with a lot of reserve. Belt follows the same suit, so I'm gonna be curious to see how that happens. So you know, let's let's play it out. But as of right now, WWE in the year of 2019 has been doing some really good stuff, good bookings, um, good mixing of talent, um, and so on. So yeah. Anyway, we're going to get ready to close the show. Let's let's make let's um. Do we? You guys have any other thing? Oh shoot, I forgot. 
<laughs> let's bring up the little cable thing real quick that I just uh that I just shared with you guys. The um oh oh the the the, uh, the video yeah. the, the two the 2k19 screenshot <laughs> that is being used on xfinity.com on xfinity uh x1 boxes <laughs> yes. that is something else yeah that is so, something else yeah so when you when you when you order your double or nothing pay-per-view you may see a funny rendering from a popular game in wwe 2k19 of somebody who created the, uh, a render of WWE, I mean, of all of, of what they think all elite wrestling is going to look like, and it's from WWE 2K. So yeah, have fun with that. And that is not a joke; that is a real thing. So when you do check to see, um, when you de- check to see the order that pay per view, you will see it, and it is not a joke at all. Um, yeah. So what we got this week? Oh, yeah. What am I talking about? Yeah. First announcement. Um, again, this is our Thursday episode where we originally was going to have this night where we were going to be interviewing. Um, O'Shea Edwards. We will be rescheduling that. Please, guys, please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, because when we decide to do the episode, we may do it on the drop of a dime. And I got, I definitely want you guys to tune in for it because it will be a good episode. And it is um, pivotal as we go into something really special that's happening in DC this weekend. And if you haven't been following our YouTube channel, you would already know um, that Primetime Pro Wrestling will re interview both of the head. The, the leads for it um, and a really, really good interview that we did. And I do apologize for some of the audio issues I've had. We've had with it, but nonetheless, the information is there. I um, you want to check that out because um, some great things are happening here in the Washington DC area. Ain't that right? Absolutely. So, Oh yes. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so yeah, Sunday it's going down as of tonight. There were some new tickets available. So if you're quick, and you check up Primetime PW on the Twitter machine, you may be able to get a last-minute ticket to get into the otherwise sold-out event. They did the their site visit today, and they were able to release a few more. So, But otherwise, it is sold out. And uh, big things will be happening Sunday. O'Shea Edwards is booked for the Battle Royal that will uh, be happening near the beginning of the show to fill the eighth spot in the tournament to crown the, fir- to crown the first primetime pro wrestling champion. And uh, they're going to go from there. And, uh, hey, first show sold out. So I think that tells you all you need to know. As they kept saying in the interview we did last week with uh, Mr. Gator and Lolo McGrath, um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be hearing more from primetime sooner rather than later. Yeah. And also, too, I don't know if I I don't know if I said this or you just said this and I was just reading a DM real quick um, that there was a few available stand up tickets for anybody that yes. maybe wanted it. So definitely want to get to that ASAP because you may be fortunate to get in there. But if not, then got to stay tuned for the next one because that some some nice things are happening here in the D.C. area. So. Definitely check that out. Go to um Pete. What what is their Twitter? Actually, we don't. I don't Primetime PW. I think okay. I'm gonna yeah. check right now just to make sure. I'm pretty sure it's Prime Time. Yeah, you're right. I got it right here in my face. Prime Time PW. Also, you can go yeah. to pwprowrestling.com and definitely get all of the information there. So do that. Do that. Um. So is that we got anything else, fellas? Did we? I think we wrapped it up, right? Yeah, I think that thing, yeah. that's about it. Yeah, I got my sixty dollars ready to set it on, on on top of this oven and um, just burn it instead of uh, ordering double or nothing this weekend. 
<laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, get those orders in for uh, the big old belt catering. Uh, brought to you by the giant crab, where you can get an array of of different <laughs> cuisines. So hit them up in the DM for that. Anyway, let's get out of here. Look, for everybody listening for tonight, thanks for tuning in. Um, again, stay tuned because we do have that interview coming to you soon. So, uh, for us over here at the Big Gold Belt, you guys will see you Sunday at Primetime Pro Wrestling. All I really